0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: On this episode of The Heat Check, media day has come and gone, and let me tell you, a whole lot of shit is popping. We'll get into the highlights from Atlanta to the Warriors. We'll hear from everyone from Jimmy Butler, to Steph Curry, to Nick Nurse, and of course, Michael, don't call me Mike Malone. We'll have a special guest interview as well with Fox Sports reporter, Jerome Weissman, to spill the tea and get into the reporting that he just did on Daryl Morey and James Harden's relationship and why it was always doomed to fail. Really good shit from own he was awesome. Can't wait to get into it, William, so drop that generic ass beat Break should be
3: Rianna. break We're breaking down all the biggest NBA storylines. You're tuned in to The Heat Check. The Heat Check with Trista Crick. The best podcast covering all the drama around the association.
2: All right, so media day has come and gone. And now we're into the first days of camp. In other words, a new season, folks, is upon us. Where did the summer Go. Where did it go? (laughs) I wish we had time to dig into every team. I really do. Uh, But unfortunately, that would pretty much take the entire week. I would be recording from sunup to sundown. There was so much to go over. A lot of meat on that bone, so they say. So we're going to highlight the teams that caught my interest on media day based on either current storylines or just Ridiculous things that they said, uh, and we will drop some sound and, of course, react. So many wild statements, so little time. We will begin with the Atlanta Hawks because, well, they are alphabetically first, and let's be honest, they're a fucking mess. So much has happened in the East with the big teams. I kind of forgot the Atlanta Hawks. Existed. I mean, didn't you? Have they made any moves that give you any confidence that they're going to be able to compete on any real level besides being the 13th team in the Eastern Conference? No, there's not. Of course, though, Trey Young continues to be wildly confident in himself, uh, wildly overstating his place in the NBA. The first clip is none other than from Trey Young. He was asked, Hey, Trey Young, um, what are your thoughts about playing for the FIBA World Cup team or getting actually left off? And this is what he had to say. If you don't if you don't think I'm disrespected, I mean, it's, you're, just not, you're just not telling the truth. But, I mean, it's okay. For me, I just want to go out there and keep, keep the main thing, the main thing, is is winning. And I know when I win a championship, all that's going to take care of itself. So I, I don't really care about anything else. I just focus on my team, and I'm ready to win. So. Pause. I know when I win a championship, that's going to be all worth it. What do you say? I know when I win a championship, what? It's going to take care of itself? Do we think actually Trey Young is the most disrespected player in the entire NBA? I mean, I know a lot of people don't like him. But I know that. I know that one player in particular didn't like him, who was John Collins. It had to have been just an absolute putting nails into your eyeballs kind of play style. He is salty. Trey Young is straight salty about being overlooked. Uh, will he get a look for the 2024 Olympics? The truth is no. No. Undersized point guards can't play in international games. Magic 8-Ball says, Better luck next time, Trey. Second soundbite comes from a guy with, uh, so much damn talent of the Atlanta Hawks that, has largely gone unrealized and his name is DeAndre Hunter, one of the most, I would say versatile players that random NBA teams could trade for. When asked what he worked on this summer, uh, here is what DeAndre Hunter had to say.
3: I didn't work on anything. (laughs) That's all I got.
2: (laughs) Oh, okay, Jesus Christ. You just didn't pick up a ball. You didn't seek to improve. I spent a summer rehabbing an entire house, and I don't feel like I worked on anything either. Did I get abs? I did not. Did I improve my VO2 max? No, I did not. Did I get on a new uh, nutritional regimen? I did not. What did we learn from the Hawks Media Day? It's still a mess. Yeah, it is still a mess. Click Capella was busy watching soccer workouts. Patty Mills very excited to introduce his golden doodle to Piedmont Park. Quinn Snyder, head coach of the Atlanta Hawks, stated the obvious: "Hey, um, Trey Young can't be a turnstile." Uh, "Quote: Defense has to be a decision. Uh, at that point, is when you can start to get better." I don't know if this team will make a decision to play defense, especially as long as Trey Young runs this ship. Let's move on to the Boston Celtics, shall we? Uh, they have had a ton of interest in Media Day. By the way, Lauren holiday is that her name? Drew Holiday's wife blew the Milwaukee Bucks up on social media. We will talk about that, I am sure, at some point soon in the future. But it might have to do with Drew fucking Holiday, who published the sweetest goodbye you'll ever see to Bucks fans, followed by his wife's very, 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 very salty Instagram post about the trade. Since Drew couldn't be there for media day, most of the Boston Celtics spent their time either saying goodbye. It's so hard to say goodbye to our heart and soul, Marcus Smart, Grant Williams, Rob Williams, Malcolm Brogdon, and welcoming Holiday. They lost a ton of pieces, didn't they? Mostly a welcoming holiday, let's be honest. They're like, fuck everybody else. We got the best point pointed uh, attack defender in the league, and we don't have to give the ball to, to Jalen Brown in crunch time. By the way, did you see Jalen Brown trying to dribble with his left hand today? Should not have posted that, Boston. Should not have posted it. Brad Stevens uh, summed up everyone's thoughts best when he said this.
3: I mean, you know, there's a, <clears throat> there's a list of guys in the league that you always think you'll never have a real chance to get that you think are like perfect fits and that um, you'd love to be a Celtic. And Drew was, you know, one of those guys. And um, and the reasons are, I mean, everybody can see what he does on the court. Um, and he's a really good player, multiple time All-Star. The defense has been well documented, et cetera. But I think it's the, you know, just the, he, he's an elite um, teammate, elite. Um, competitive character, you know, all of those things. Um, so, you know, uh, like you said, it's not one that you predict will necessarily um, you know, have a chance to, to get. You knew the price was going to be, you know, really high. And, um, But he's a guy that we think is a great fit for us and, you know, does so many good things on and off the court for us.
2: God, Brad Stevens, I'm glad he's not a coach anymore. He is so fucking boring. Anyway, blah, 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 we love Drew, we love Drew, we love Drew. Can't go wrong bringing in Drew Holiday. He's that type of player. He really is. He's the type of player that everybody wants on their team, not just because of what he brings on the court, but because of what he brings off the court as well. Jason Tatum agreed. We brought in good guys, good guys who are great people, great teammates. I think they've done a really good job of that. I'm excited about the team we have. Another interesting soundbite came from Chris Dapp's Porzingis. I guess we don't have the bite of that. I couldn't find that. But he was asked about how um, comfortable he was uh, that he's been moved from the 4 to the 5. Now that Time Lord's been traded. And he said, um, oh, I didn't know I was going to be doing that. But I do think it's a tough job for other fives to guard me. The funniest moment was when Jalen Brown discussed going to the Colorado football game with Derek White. They hit the tailgate early. And according to Jalen Brown, D. White was drunk at 10 a.m. Campus legend. Buffalo legend. Safe to say, though, that we got all kinds of stuff going on with the Boston Celtics where the vibes are as high as they've been in forever despite losing four of their top seven players i wonder though does peyton pritchard still want to be traded because because i feel like he's losing even more spots down the rotation we move down to the brooklyn nets very quiet off season Hellacious past few years the james harden trade the kevin durant trade the Kyrie irving trade lots of trades jared allen trade uh, the Steve Nash experiment. Things have been bleak, uh, but they are looking on the up and up. We begin with Nick Cla- Claxton, who had some uh, fascinating thoughts many, many months later after not winning Defensive Player of the Year.
3: So I went from being top three in the Defensive Player of the Year voting to, at the end of the season, nothing at all. When Katie and Curry. Kyrie- When they left, it's like my name just fell off the map. It makes my blood boil. Say it again. It makes my blood boil. I was robbed of a defensive team.
0: My My numbers were amazing. I passed every eye test.
2: He said it's like my name fell off the map. No, sir. It wasn't just your name, Nick. It was the entire Brooklyn Nets name as a whole. He does have a point. Lala eyeballs turned off when it wasn't Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving in Nets uniforms. After the trade deadline, of course, Nick Claxton, one of my favorite players in the league, continued to ball out. But more interesting to me was the standard yearly Ben Simmons is back, it's scary hours, ready to play his natural position, which is what?
3: It was a little up and down, from, from the start. Um, I mean, it's hard for a coach to really trust and believe in you when he's not seeing it, right? And I'm not able to physically do it. He can't see it, and you know, as a coach, I'll do the same thing. Well, I'm not going to play you. You know, you're not able to compete and do the things you, you, know, I know you can do, right? So I think just this summer, I've taken the time to get healthy. Obviously, um, he's come. He came down to Miami a few times and saw me. I think that's what was that was that's what it was. You know, he's able to see me get healthy, put the work in, put the time in, focus on myself and show him that I want to, you know, play at this level and be be the point guard and do these things.
2: Wait, 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 wait. He said to, I want to be the point guard? I thought that experiment ended. Oh, my God. No, Ben, please. It's worked so well before in Philly, didn't it? Jacques Vaughn had some skeptical quotes about Ben Simmons, especially as a point guard a few weeks ago. So I am dubious of this. In some other Nets news, Cam Johnson is hurt, says he expects to play sometime this year, which is... That is a big yikes. Mikael Bridges thinks Ben is going to have a huge year because Mikael Bridges Bridges is your resident optimist on the team. And Cam Thomas still has no idea how the Nets are going to use him, but he is ready to chuck whenever he gets the ball. So not much has changed uh, in the Cam Thomas universe since the last time we saw him putting up 40 shots in a game. Brooklyn's not going to be good, but they... They've got some spunk about them, you know? Like, I kind of like their confidence, even though they're going nowhere. Might take a few years for them to get where they want to go. Nothing from Dorian Finney-Smith. That's weird. Maybe it's like he's on the trade block. No one had as much to unveil during media, day, though, though, as the Milwaukee Bucks. I can barely even say their name. I'm so mad that they have...
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news...
2: my guy Dame Lillard after all they of course pulled off the biggest trade of the season more off moreover they did it in silence like lasagna real G's move in silence everyone wants to know though how Giannis is dealing with the trade and of course that was the first thing that Giannis talked about on media
0: day having a guy like Dame on the team it's um it's unbelievable um knows how to play the game uh plays the game in the high level um built from the same cloth, uh, wants to win is extremely hungry, Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, I've been here 10 years and we've been doing things quietly, you know, Uh, we kind of be moving under the radar. And now, you know, with this kind of move, it brings a lot of, uh, you know, attention to the team and there's a lot of hype around the team. And uh, obviously we, I believe and I think people believe that we are uh, one of the best teams in, uh, in the East, but at the end of the day, it's not about what we believe or what people believe is about what we what we do you know
2: and and we'll see if they don't do what Giannis thinks that they should do maybe he won't sign that extension after all safe to say Giannis very happy to have a sharpshooter on the floor for the first time since the 2021 version of Chris Middleton who by the way may or may not be healthy right now Adrian Griffin Adrian Griffin, you gotta see what he had to say, which he absolutely is gaslighting, folks, about where Chris Middleton is, what the game plan is to get him back, because he's not practicing right now. All he knows is that Chris Middleton's on track to play at some point, whenever that's supposed to be. Does he know when that's supposed to be? No, he doesn't. Uh, love that guy. We do get to hear from Dame himself. What did he have to say about the new move?
3: I am who I'm gonna be. You know, it's just a matter of How well I can take care of myself, um, you know how sharp I can be, and you know just whatever that situation was. Just being able to um, get my feet on the ground and then start, you know, locking into it and understand what what our purpose is, what's expected of me, what what kind of basketball we gonna play, what what kind of personnel are we gonna have, and um, I think coming into this situation is um, very very easy you know you look at somebody like Giannis you look at Chris you look at Brooke you look you know when I looked at the roster it was very easy for me to make sense of you know what my job is going to be.
2: Yeah it's a perfect fit Dame we all know it uh hand in glove I don't even know why you need to rub it in uh, about how easy it's going to be for you and Giannis to succeed but maybe you should be a little quieter about it. You know what I mean? Kind of lost in the hullabaloo, though, uh, over Dame was the fact that the Bucks made another impactful signing, which was campaign. He averaged 10-4-3 for the Suns. He was a, a player who, when Chris Paul got hurt in the finals, was putting up buckets, shoots 38% from three. You get him on a one-year deal for $3 million? That's a steal. The funniest thing that everybody was talking about uh, for the Bucks actually took place in Miami, where emo Jimmy Butler – was sulking and he looks at media day as his halloween declares that he has no ill will towards dame or Giannis, but he hates adrian griffin and wants to stomp him out in the playoffs everyone knows i don't like adrian griffin at all since my chicago days what the fuck i did anybody know that Of course, Jimmy Butler was trolling again. Adrian was an assistant in Chicago. Jimmy Butler was with the Bulls, often picked him him up to drive him to practice, so they're fun. Jimmy Butler always being the clown. Dame is settling in. It looks like things are going to work out in Milwaukee, but there are only two big questions. Can the Bucks stay healthy? Because for two years, they have not been healthy, Uh, especially what is giving me great pause is that we don't know what's happening with Chris Middleton and it doesn't seem like anyone really wants to tell us the truth. Kind of feels like Watergate over here uh, with just the deletion of tapes. Nobody knows. You got to read the, the transcript about what Adrian Griffin said as it relates to Chris Middleton because it's insane. I can't even read the whole thing. I'll just get mad. Uh, and two, whether a rookie coach can handle the big three, especially when he's obviously a gaslighter. We'll talk about the Bucks a lot later uh, this year, I promise you. <laughs>